Welcome to another episode of All Things Excel. I'm your host, Emily. This podcast is about all things concerned with the Delaware CTR Excel program. Today, I'm speaking with Dr. Thomas Buchanan, and we are very happy to have you here. Thanks so much for coming. My pleasure. Uh, So, Dr. Buchanan, would you please tell us uh, your official title, how you are how you are involved with the Excel program, and how long you've been a part of the team. I am the program coordinator, and I have been involved with the Excel program since it first started, even before it started, we were involved in in writing the proposals. Okay. So I've been here a long time. Great. How long is um, several years then? How long? Eight Eight years years. or so, maybe nine. Okay. That's awesome. And that's uh, your official title is program program coordinator coordinator okay so and you're you're involved with research right with the grants is that correct i am involved in research in the grants well yes i'm on the executive committee and i have been for the first 6 years of the of the excel program i was involved in running the pilot project mechanism okay and recently jill higginson's taken that over but i can tell you all about the pilot projects okay as well yeah, I think we're going to go into that a little later. I wanted to hear more about the different grants that um, are out there. Sure. So, um, well, let's just say I was a young researcher. Um, I think a lot of our listeners are hopefully young researchers or just getting started. Um, how can Excel help me develop my research program? Or, you know, how can I just start get started in research? What are some tips you have? We have a lot of opportunities for researchers. We have a lot of funding mechanisms where we give people money, but even uh, aside from that, we can help you with the experimental design mm-hmm. by uh, through our epidemiology and biostatistics core, the BIRD core. We have, uh, we have ways to help you get involved in community engagement because projects need to be involved with the community if they're going to be helpful and beneficial and actually impactful. Um, so we have uh, a professional development core that can help provide mentoring to junior faculty and can, can help you to find a mentor. Uh, so there's a yes. lot of ways that, that Excel can, can reach out to you. And as I said, it also has, we also have the means, the financial means to help provide some pilot funding for some projects. Okay. Yeah. And that, I think what you were just talking about was the gin network and everything. Yes. We just spoke with Dr. Aikens last time. So he was really helpful in giving us information on all that. Uh, Well, that's great. Could you give us some tips on how to write a solid proposal? A solid proposal. Well, the first thing to keep in mind is that this is the Excel program, and the Excel is for clinical and translational research. So if the project is not related to clinical and translational research, it probably isn't going to be a good fit for us. Look elsewhere. Yes, that's right. Because we do get, get proposals. That are that are not really relevant to the to what we're about. Right. And the second thing is, when you get a, an idea for a proposal, try to figure out how to write it in a way that's where you have meaningful or significant aims or hypotheses. Something that's going to be impactful. That's going to grab people's attention to say, "Wow, I never thought of that." Mm-hmm. It's it's that excitement level that, uh, that separates the, the good proposals for the ones that don't get funded. Ah, some energy. Got to bring some energy to yes. it. Okay, that makes sense. Um, any other tips or anything that you'd like to elaborate on with that? Oh, wow. 
there are so many things involved in writing writing good proposals. I think that there's a lot of courses that are offered, uh, some a lot of tips, especially through the through the gin right. on how to how to put together good proposals. And we could go on for hours on what makes Talking, a proposal yeah. really good and what to do and what not to do and and a lot of ways that people can get in trouble. I just <laughs> got back from reviewing grants with the NIH last last few days. It's okay. Uh, it's uh, it's hard. It's hard work to learn how to do it uh, and to write biomedical research proposals. Yeah. It's a certain skill, but it's a skill that can be learned, and uh, it doesn't come naturally to most people. So it's something that it's good to get some help with when you do your first one. So my biggest suggestion would be is to find a good mentor, and when you write something down, share it with somebody and get some feedback. Okay. Somebody that has experience and has been successful in the past. And Excel can help with that. Absolutely. Get you started. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about today. You're just such a wealth of information. <laughs> um, could you elaborate on some of the different grants available from Excel to researchers? So we have a lot of different funding mechanisms, a lot of different types of, of uh, proposals that we invite people to, uh, to write on um, the basic one is our pilot grants. So we have pilot grants that run for $80,000 for one year is the fundamental grant. And, uh, and that's a lot of money. It can get you pretty far in collecting pilot data. The goal is for you to use that pilot data and then go on and get something else. So it's seed funds to get you started. So you can launch um, and collect uh, great preliminary data and mm-hmm. then take it from there to write your own independent grant. These can be these can come in two different flavors. There's regular pilot grants, or we have for for those doing work in community engagement, we allow for community engagement pilots or ACE awards, and those are stretched out over two years instead of one year. Mm-hmm. Same amount of money, so it's eighty thousand over two years, so forty thousand a year. Okay. Uh, because community engagement work seems to take a lot longer. Yeah. It's it's hard to get it done in a year. We were giving these out, and nobody was finishing them in time, and, and instead of yelling at people for not getting them done in time, we figured maybe we should just change yeah. our expectations and, and stretch it out to two years. And I think that's been that's been really successful. Great. Another type of grant we have is for those that have written proposals and want to um, want to try to address the concerns of the reviewers. If the reviewer said, you know what, you need just a little bit more pilot data or you need to do this sort of study to show us that it's going to work, then you can come to us and ask for a shore grant. So these these are for people that are, have shovel-ready projects that have already gotten a score, and they're going to say, "This is if you give me a little bit more money, this is what I'm going to be going to do to address mm-hmm. the reviewers' concerns." Okay, and just enough to get it up over the bar. Right. So that's been really successful. In fact, of all of our proposals, that's the one that has the largest return on investments. More people are successful mm-hmm. with those than anything else. Good to know. Good to know. We also sponsor research retreats. If you have a bunch of colleagues and you want to put together a, a small conference, a workshop, or a research retreat, we can help uh, provide some money for that. And what we want to do there is see people from across Excel, from across the institutions, get together, form new collaborations, mm-hmm. talk about how they might work together in new ways to address a problem. Okay. And uh, so that's uh, those are highly collaborative uh, meetings to explore new new collaboration, new new opportunities for people that aren't already working together. And if you have one of those and you've been to one and you form a new collaboration, you can apply for a Jumpstart grant to help get your new project 
started. Yeah, jump started. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's and and those are nice too. So we have a lot of different ways to get people started in the system. Wow. Uh, similarly, if you have an idea to go somewhere and learn a new skill and then take it back to the to the University of Delaware or to Christiana Care and Amores or DSU or M- MUSC, then we have a uh, we have travel grants where you can either you can go somewhere else or maybe you have a colleague that can go and bring some new skills into our network, okay. our consortium, and teach us something new. So th- these are small travel grants. They're not like a sabbatical for a year where right. you're going to go off to Switzerland and learn right. how to ski in the Alps or something like that. <laughs> this, is, this is stuff related to, to clinical so, translation right. research that's going to help the Excel program. Okay. And finally, the last one, well, there's two more. There's two more. The, the biggest uh, grant through the pilots is the Orbitz grant. Well, this is for overcoming barriers to translational success. And these are for... If you have a collection of investigators that are all working on a problem and they need that buy one gadget that's really expensive, ah. uh, we can help give money for that. Or if you need to have a technician that can work with all of you mm-hmm. and uh, and help to provide you with the sort of support that you need to be successful in getting your, your fundamental research and translating into clinical research, mm-hmm. that might be a good way. Maybe it's a um, physical therapist that can work in the clinic and do research with you. Or maybe it's a veterinary technician that can help take your work from a fundamental lab into animal studies, which can then go on to other things. Or maybe it's a new piece of equipment for an MRI uh, scanner, right. a new coil for an MRI unit or something like that. So, kind Some, of like a missing link. If yes, you a, have like a missing actually, link. That's a perfect way to look at it, a missing okay. link. I like that. So, yeah. Put, the, yeah. the missing link grant. <laughs> and, and, uh, change those, the name. <laughs> those are our largest grants. They're over $100,000. Wow. But you have to have a team of people that can use it. And it's not just you. It's not just you and your buddy. It's We want to see want to see more than two people that this is going to impact. You have to show it really impacts folks, folks in Excel. And, of course, the last one is one that probably Rob talked to you about last week, Dr. Akins, is the, the uh, MRDA grants. Yes. The Mentored Research career development awards Mm -hmm. and those are fantastic opportunities to get people into the starting a a research career especially if they're heavily involved in clinical practice and don't have the time this can help buy out some of their some of their academic time or some of their their uh, clinical time yeah the couple of the researchers i've spoken with that have been awardees uh mrda awardees um they use that they really enjoyed having that time because the grants just take so long to write and they were saying how oh, yeah. helpful that was. The time is that. difficult. If you're a clinician, my yeah. word, that's that's hard. I used to work in a clinical department, and it's, yeah. it was hard. hard it's only for, 24 hours in a day. Hard for people <laughs> to find time for that. Well, great. There's clearly a lot of opportunities. Um, so what should I expect when submitting a proposal to Excel? If you could talk more about what the process looks like and how does it help me as a researcher? Well, we have tried to make it as easy as possible. We have a really great team of web developers, and so everything is submitted on the on the website. Okay. And uh, so you can find all the forms and all the information there. You can find out about all the different research opportunities. There, are, you can download everything, and then once you fill it all out, you upload it again. Yeah, the re- reviewers that we will find for your proposals will. Uh, will be able to download it and the review process is all, all online as well. That's deCTR.org. Absolutely. Correct. Yep. That's okay. it. Great. 
Great. So it work, works very well. I've, I've been very happy with the way the website has been working for us for the review process and the submission process. Okay. And there's staff at every institution that can help you with that, getting, okay. it, getting it loaded in. Okay. Very, very helpful. Um, do Excel-funded researchers go on to get more grants or greater funding? And if so, how does Excel help with that? If you could speak mm. on that. Well, the, uh, the goal of the pilot grants, as I mentioned, is to help people get other grants. And so we've had a lot of successes. Um, Emily Day was one of our biggest successes. She got a, uh, she won a, an NIH Mira award based on her work for Excel. She took her pilot project and then submitted to the NIH. The Mira Award, I'm blanking on what it stands for, but it's one of these I am awesome awards. They just give you money. You don't even have to have a have a have a fully fleshed out proposal. You just wow. send in your CV and say, This is the area of research that I'm doing. And they go, Wow, you're this is so amazing. Here's right. some money. Here's money. <laughs> Here's some money. So you don't have to write research grants for the next few years. Okay. Uh, so that's an R35 NIH grant. It's uh, those are very, very hard to get. And she received one of those. Then she went on to get another NIH R01 grant related to, from, related to cancer. Wow. Uh, but more recently, uh, in our last round of uh, pilots, uh, Fabrizio Sergi had a, I believe he had a SHORE grant, and he <laughs> converted that into an NIH R21 grant. Wow. So we've had a lot of, lot of successes. A lot of people get grants. That's great. And uh, it's been nice. If people have a proposal and they want us to review it and they're sending it out, we're, we're happy to review it or to provide, try to provide people who, who can do that if, if, uh, if you don't have access to people who can. Okay. Great. Uh, and those, I'd love to hear more about those stories, those researchers that have gone on to get greater grants. Um, maybe I can write that in our show notes so that we have a reference point for our listeners um, so they can look more into that if they're interested. Sure, we have we have lots of them. Okay, great. Well, um, I was going to ask, where can those interested find more info on pilot grants? Um, but I think we both know the answer. The website. The website, the website. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's it's in there, and it's, it's pretty easy to pretty easy to find if once you log in you look for funding opportunities right you have to create an account for those yes. that don't know uh, which is super easy and yeah. then once you can log in all the information's there yeah if you don't have an account you're not going to see anything so right. it's <laughs> hidden secret information only for those that are account holders ah, so, so join the club join the club well great i certainly feel like i have learned a lot today about the excel pilot grant program Thanks again, Dr. Buchanan, for coming on to the podcast. Sure. It's my pleasure. Great. Well, that wraps up another episode of the All Things Excel podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Please like or follow us on Facebook at D-E-C-T-R-A-C-C-E-L and Instagram at A-C-C-E-L underscore on underscore I-G. And of course, the website. Can't go wrong with looking on that too for information obviously <laughs> all right we'll see you on the next episode of all things excel